Hi, you're listening to Mike Taylor, The Barber's Voice, and today's podcast is going to be about opening your own barbers. So why a podcast about opening your own barbers? Well, I've said all along, I am here to help. I want to help the whole barbering community as much as I can. In my time, I have opened 14 barbershops. So I know a fair bit about opening a barbershop. And the first thing I'll say, the most important thing is location, location, location. Really research where you want to put your barbers. And what I mean by that is, don't try and put a barbershop next to other barbers or where it's saturated. You'll just cause bad feeling and there can't be that many clients to go around. Really research what place needs a barbershop. And then I like to look at, has it still got banks open? Because we all know the banks are closing at a rapid rate, but the places that have got banks open does drive a lot of traffic around them. So I always look out for where there's still banks. Also, affluent places always seem to do very, very well. So look around, not too many barbershops, banks are a good tip, affluent, do your research, is there enough people in that town, city, village to accommodate another barbershop? Because you don't want to open a barber's and take someone else's business. So you found the location, you found the barber's, you found the shop, you're ready to go. Now you lease. What you need to do is find out whether it's a full repairing lease. Because if it is, that means you would have to look after the whole building. So it's quite important because a lot of people think when you rent a commercial property, it's the same as a residential. It is not at all. It is completely different. You are responsible for everything from the window breaking to the heating system and sometimes the roof outside. A lot of the times you are responsible for everything, especially if it's a full repair and lease. The next thing to consider is, is there VAT on this? If there is VAT on the price, that's an extra 20% you're going to pay. So that's a massive consideration and needs to be asked up front. I always find the best landlords I've had is the private landlords. When I go through companies, there's extra things like big service charges that always get added. Also, what you need to do is it's worth getting a solicitor and get a break clause, maybe three years. So if it doesn't work, you can walk away from everything. The next thing to consider before you get a shop is you. Why do you want a shop? How much experience have you got? I always think have a good few years barbershop floor experience. One thing is no one wants to work for someone that's less experienced than them. Your clients won't think too much of you if you say, oh, I've only been barbering six months a year. You've got, you need a few years at least before getting your own shop. The other thing is, have you got a client base? Where will you get your clients from? Staffing, is there a good training center locally? Or do you know barbers that wanna work for you? Remember, my big tip is, when you first open a barber shop in general, they're never that busy. People think it's like opening a bar or a restaurant that everyone's gonna be running in to try it. It's really not. 
you might, I mean, some of the barbershops I've opened, I've done two or three haircuts a day and really had to build them up. And I think that's a lot of people's first mistake is, one, they're not prepared to work on their own. And two, they employ people straight at the start and simply can't afford them. So you've got to be prepared to build it yourself and work on your own before you can really scale the business. So the next thing is money. How are you going to finance your project? I always say it's best not to get a bank loan. It's best to have the savings because I feel that you're going to need about 15 grand afterwards just to live off so that you can think, right, I'm going to put my all into the business and I'm not going to get down if I have a day. Like I said, I've had days where I've done free haircuts when I first opened a shop. So you're saying, oh my God, I've got to live off 50 pounds today. How am I going to pay my rent? I think you need some cover money and some spending money for yourself so that you can go in fresh and really make sure that the majority of the clients that you do come back as repeat custom. Also, the expense of doing out a barbershop. I mean, obviously, there's different levels of expense, but I do think the more upper-end barbershops are the way forward. It seems to me the more expensive, the more well-done-out barbershops seem to be doing a lot better than their cheap, quick, in-and-out haircut type of barbershops. That style seems to be pretty much quite dated. I really think men want time spent on their hair. They don't mind spending so much money. So it's like with me, the, the first thing is with my barbershops, I have to have Takara Belmont chairs. These chairs are very, very expensive. The lower end, well, not the lower end, the smaller chairs are over a thousand pounds. The Apollo, which is, I'd say, the average barber chair is two and a half grand per chair. And then the more upper end chairs, without going into the electric ones, are like three and a half, four grand. But these are an investment. They're handmade in Japan and they really, really, really are good, sturdy barber chairs. There's no point buying cheap equipment. Buy cheap, buy twice. So really, really make sure you've got the finances to do it and commit to it so that you can make a good go of opening a barber shop. So there you go. That is my tips to opening a barber shop. But my biggest tips is only do it if you're already a barber. Don't ever do it before you've trained to be a barber. I've seen a lot of people do that and that's the biggest mistake ever. So you, I would only ever open a barber shop if you are a barber and you're an experienced barber. Also, do not look at the prices and try and be the cheapest. That would be your biggest downfall. Go higher than lower. It seems that the higher end barbershops are doing a lot better than the lower end and if you try and price match and cut, undercut people it will be your failing because you will not be able, be able to afford to do it plus you'll just look like you're trying to take everyone's business but my biggest tip of all is why go alone if you're working in a barber shop now and you think you want your own thing maybe talk to who you're working with if you get on with them maybe talk to the boss there because the experience that boss that barber will have on opening and running their own business will be invaluable to you so then maybe you could do a, a barber shop together then you can use their brand and their knowledge and then to me is the hardest thing about being in business is where you'll have really really good 
days and you'll also have really, really bad days. But there's nothing better to have someone to share it with. So when things are bad, you can phone each other up and go, oh God, this has happened. Or when things are good, you can go out for a drink and celebrate. I always find barbershops come better shared and better as a community. But I don't, I'm not here to put anyone off. All I want to do is give my honest and best advice I can give. If anyone's got any questions, please email me info at Mike Taylor Education and I'll be happy to help. And I hope you like this podcast. Mm-hmm.